Okay, Leonard Angelo, December 6th, 2016. Uh, uh, details. Excess is success? Question mark. Is it good if it's quick? Uh, pushing strategies. Eating the elephant. And always big to small, always fat over lean. These are things that I am thinking about this morning. Uh, so it is 6 a.m. It is dark. I've been up since 3 o'clock in the morning. I went to bed at 11.30 last night. Uh, I am tired. None of those are statements anyone should be making. I am very tired. So I'm still trying to finish a freelance project and putting in a lot of extra hours during the week. I'm on my way to work early so that I can leave work early. Uh, I am, I agreed <laughs> to go back to my alma mater and, and uh, see a, an artist lecture tonight. A friend of mine invited me and, and told me about it and I was like, well, it's okay. I, I like this person, I wanna see this person. I always like going back to the college so I got to do that after work and then come home and work on this freelance project. Uh, what is any of that? Why am I saying any of that? You know, I didn't want to, I, I shoved one extra thing, this artist lecture into my, to my day today. Uh, and I did, I shouldn't have done that. I'm going to regret that. But this, this person, this artist is, is Wayne Tebow. He's a, uh, he's probably pretty famous for painting desserts. Uh, I wonder how he feels about that. Painting desserts. They're beautifully painted. They're, they're luscious, uh, delicious looking. The paint, he's an excellent painter, printmaker, and uh, I said to my friend when she invited me, you know, I, is this guy coming back around? Because I got a lot going on. And she reminded me that he's in his 90s. So... And last time he was scheduled to speak at the same place, he uh, had a bit of illness. So I guess I better go see this. Not to be morbid. Uh, oh, okay, okay. But that's what my day is like. I already started. And I'm, I'm still struggling with this freelance project. Uh, the, the client called me last night and was uh, displeased with my uh, progress. Not, not the way it looked, but the way the, the time it was taking. And I wanted to say to him, I am also displeased with this. You and I are on the same page. I have an idea. Let's hire somebody else. I didn't say that. I just said, you know, I'm trying real hard. I'm gonna put in some extra hours this week. It'll get done. Don't you worry. Don't you worry, Mr. Client. Uh, and, and it, you know, it reminds me of uh, many times when I've taken on some project in addition to my day job and regretted it. I guess this, there's never going to be an exception to that. Uh, apparently, this is the way. And that's okay. I think, I think actually the fact that it's consistent is better. I can, I can at least uh, sort of understand what I sign up for from now on. There, I mean, of course, every project has different uh, 
requirements and different levels of involvement and, and time. Uh, for one thing, I would never ever take a storyboard assignment again with a with a short deadline like that, or when I knew that I was a, it was a busy month or, or whatever. Because maybe never ever again, because uh, there have been a few times when I took one of those and and really wanted to hang myself and wanted there been there been a few times in my freelance career where I, where I wanted to give the money back and just say look let's just call this a wash cuz i i don't i got to go to bed i've wanted to do i've never done that but i've wanted to do that very very badly i'm holding up okay today all things considered but it is early in the day so we'll see uh, I, while working on this freelance project, last night and this morning, I, I, I am turning, I'm, I'm turning my mind to the idea of, of details and, and, uh, how much detail do you put in your artwork and under what circumstances do you do artwork that is detailed or that requires high levels of detail? And the thing that I wrote down was excess is success question mark because... I think I may have decided at some point that in order for an artwork to look proficient and, and, and uh, I don't know, highly skilled, highly polished, it had to have a lot of levels of detail. So if I'm, if I'm drawing a, a crowd scene, I got to do everybody's buttons or, uh, I don't know, uh, you know, the detailing on their, uh, on their sweater. Everybody's wearing one of those Irish knit cable knit sweaters, right? The, the, <laughs> the Celtic sweater. I got to do all the knot work. I just have to. That's the only way it's going to look good. Everybody's in sweaters. Maybe they're all military uniforms. I got to get all the little, the general's little stars on there and the, and his little, uh, what do you call those things? They're little colored squares that they wear. So that you know how great they are. Uh, I, I don't know what it is about that. That I, I, I feel like I got that idea into my head at some point and, and, and now I'm sort of playing it out. And as many times as I've told myself, you know, this is a lot of detail. It's fine. This is fine. This, is, this ain't going on a billboard. Uh, this is not on the side of a building. I don't even think a real building has this much detail, honestly. But but for some reason, I, I figured at some point that that is how it works. And honestly, I am starting to get to the point where I like drawings that are just uh, fluid and have a have a an energy to them more than I do uh, intricate levels of detail. And the perfect example of this is in comics. And you know, I know everybody has a different taste. So this is my taste, and that's that's what I'm going to say about that but there are I think in the past I don't know what have I noticed like five six years the comics are getting real detailed and, and I think it looks very stiff now there are exceptions no don't honk at me don't honk at me this guy sorry 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 uh, there are exceptions because there are oh now he's flashing his lights I get it you're upset you're upset because you wanted to merge on the freeway in front of me. Even though you didn't speed up. I know, I'm the dick. Ugh, I'm sorry, why did I record that? Some 
times, man, this drive is up. It's six in the morning, calm down. How's the rest of your day gonna go if you're like this at six in the morning? Try decaf. My favorite joke. Uh, shit. Oh, the, uh, the comics, when, they, when they're highly detailed, I don't think they have as much energy. And there are exceptions to this. Like, there are a lot of artists that are, are uh, uh, doing really expressive line work. And, and it reminds me a little bit of the 90s when I kind of was paying most attention to the artwork. Uh, kind of vertigo style sometimes. But I don't know. They, they, a lot of mainstream comics are super stiff with a lot of detail. And, and they seem to take great pride in all the seams and all the buttons and everything. I just, I don't know. I don't know if I'm into it. Now, I look at that and I say, oh my God, that's so highly skilled. I wish I could do that. Because I'm equating detail with, with uh, success or something, with some kind of mastery that I don't have. Uh, and so when I try to do something detailed and it doesn't turn out right, I think to myself, well, you're not mastering this. You're not a master. You're not, you're not, it's not ex- successful. Uh, but it is excessive. I don't know where I wanted to go with that. It's just something I'm thinking about. Because this piece I'm working on, I got, I started getting real, real detail with it. And then I zoom out and it all goes to mush. And I'm like, I don't know why I needed to do that. There were a couple of parts where I redrew it because it was too much... It was just too much, and it was unnecessary, and I spent probably a lot of hours doing stuff that, that isn't really going to mean anything to the overall piece, and I wish that I could let that go, so that'll be another thing I'm going to try and focus on for December. If I didn't mention it, this December I'm trying to clean up my brain, <laughs> if possible. Clean up my desk, clean up my brain, get some of my ideas down, stop, and learn to let go a little bit. Uh... And then the next thing on my list, is it good if it's quick? I think they, they go together because I'm real slow today with this piece. And, and for the, this piece in particular that I'm working on, this freelance thing, I'm real slow. I'm often real slow with, with concept sketches, which is completely counterintuitive and, and uh, counterproductive. And I need to learn to accept the fact that quick can be good. And sometimes quick is better. Sometimes dead is better. Uh, but sometimes like I, you know, when you polish a sketch, it just gets worse. So I, I don't know. And I've learned that lesson a hundred times and, and yet I still seem to believe and, and some part of me still seems to, to grasp onto this idea that if it's, if it's not been, uh, I don't know, airbrushed within an inch of its life, it's not good. I don't believe that. I don't. In fact, I'm religiously opposed to that, but but here I am doing it in, in, in a practice, and that needs to change. Uh, pushing strategies and eating the elephant. These go together because, boy, last night I had to push, and this morning I had to push. Uh, and I mean push like, you know, in terms of motivation, getting up in the morning, get, staying up late, uh, hitting a wall of, of real resistance, like physically and emotionally and mentally, and, and, and when the work isn't coming together and... And sometimes when you're on a deadline, always when you're on a deadline, you just got to push it. And that often means doing things that you don't think are are turning out well and just finishing them and seeing them through. Uh, I was going to try and come up with strategies for that, but I don't have anything except for 
the idea of eating an elephant, which is which is that old adage about uh, you know one bite at a time. Uh, I found last night, and I have found in the past, that when I start to get overwhelmed, and that is an emotional state that happens when you're tired and you've got a lot in front of you and you're not making great progress. Uh, so it's a combination of a physical and my emotional exhaustion, I think. Uh, I find it was helpful for me to do two things, and one of them was to focus on one thing at a time. Take one piece of the, of the drawing and just focus on that. And I don't mean the, the intimate details, the intricate details and the minutiae of it. I mean the, uh, I mean like a section. Like I would look at a, I'm, I'm drawing a lot of buildings. Uh, I would look at one building and say, what is it going to take for me to just get this one to a level of completion that I can be satisfied with at this moment? And just try and look at it overall. Like that is my one bite at a time. One little piece, one little focal point, maybe that, uh, or I'm sorry, a big focal point that I that needs to be uh, flushed out, that, that that is not in a state that I could call even close to complete, or that has like these minor things that I can just do and then put it away. Uh, that's one strategy. The other one is big to small, and I think that's the last thing on the list that I wrote. Yeah, always big to small, always fat over lean. Big to small is the thing that I think I learned in drawing class and experience. Uh, and it's the concept of drawing large masses before you go into any any detail. So I had a, I had a very good instructor. His name was Eugene. Everyone called him Eugene. And he seemed okay with that. I wouldn't have been were I him, because uh, he's Chinese, so it should actually be G-U, which is funny. I like that better than U-G, G-U. Uh, what the? I'm real tired. So I, the, the big to small is a strategy that he uh, was real big on. His idea was that at any point you should be able to put your pencil down and have an overall concept of what you're drawing. So if you're drawing from life, if it's a you know a figure in front of you, you should have the whole figure down first. You should have an, a big, big picture concept of that figure before you do anything that even resembles details. Uh, large masses, line of action, big shapes. Uh, and then you work into the smaller details. This carries over into painting uh, with the same same concept because paintings are all just drawings with color. And, uh, uh, and in painting, it's actually more important to focus on large masses because uh, it's not the same kind of uh, point that you're working with. Usually you're working with a big flat brush if you're an oil painter and uh, you got to... You got to mass in is is one way that that's that that's phrased uh, the large color shapes because when you look at something with your eyes if you sort of blur your eyes a little bit all you're going to see are these large uh, values uh, really and they just look like big fat shapes they don't look like detail at all until you until you focus and that's how a painting works too and you got to establish areas of focus so if you get real caught up in adding a lot of detail to a drawing or a painting before you've established large masses you're sort of uh 
you're not giving your eye anything to rest on, and you're not giving it a, any kind of hierarchy and a visual hierarchy. And that is another lesson that I need to continue to remind myself because it's. I think when you, especially when you're tired and you're not looking big picture, you're. Uh, I can, I have a tendency to go into details because it's fun. It's fun to draw little details, and it's sort of. E- I don't know, it's easy to get sucked into a little section of something and just, uh, I, a lot of, like a lot of beginning artists to start with an eyeball or something. Don't start with an eyeball. Because honestly, you can make a really nice drawing with a big fat tool, if you know what you're doing. Uh, big fat tool, good name for a, maybe an industrial band. Uh, okay. Uh, and then fat to lean was the, the same idea with painting. You got a fat over lean means, how do I describe that? You start painting with a thinned out paint. And with a thinned out paint, you can't do much except for, uh, they call that a lean paint because it's, it's sort of watery, right? You can't do much with a watery paint except put, put in large blocks of color. And then lean paint, or I'm sorry, fat paint, sticks to your brush it's like it's like peanut butter texture you know it sticks to your brush and with a fat paint you can uh, lay it down real small lay down real bold vibrant color with a fat with fat uh, paint fat textured paint I think I'm too tired to do this Uh, the point of that was you got to get an overall before you start going in with detail. And I need to internalize that. I need to remember that. Because this piece has taken me forever. And I think it's because I've been drawing leaves and bricks and wood grain. And I'm, I don't know. Why am I doing that? Does it even need it? Does the client even care? I don't know anymore. I don't think he does. I don't think he cares. I don't think I care. Do I even want to do that? Excess is success? Question mark? I don't think it is. I think maybe I should go back to... I think I think I should focus on a different drawing style. I don't think this one is for me. I don't think this would... Let, leave it to the people who like drawing buttons to draw buttons. I don't like drawing buttons. Or leaves. I really hate drawing leaves. I don't think it's fun at all. I've got a good, a good friend who's excellent with this. The person I'm going to the lecture with tonight is so good at drawing little leaves. She's so good. And she loves it. She loves it. She calls it meditative. I don't call it meditative, so maybe that's not for me. Maybe I should go back to oil painting. All right, I'm very tired. <laughs> this is... Uh, so, lessons learned from this, this piece, I hope. And, and maybe, you know, talking this out is going to help me remember this time. All right, this is Leonard Angelo. This is December 6th. Um, Okay.